I'm Patrick with your host of ITM and today we're going to talk about procrastination and if there's a system to prevent it from happening in the future. Point number one is a bad estimation of time. Here's what I mean by this. So think about it this way. Procrastination means you have a deadline that you don't hit, right? You're like, I got to get to this deadline. It's a priority, but I don't hit it. Many times you think you have a lot more time than you really do. Right? Like, think about it. You're like, oh, you know what? I got next Friday. It's good. I got so much time to get it done. All of a sudden, you're like, it's Thursday. Oh, my goodness. How do I get this thing done? Now, maybe we got away with it in high school. Maybe we got away with it in college. You cannot get away with it in business because again, you don't hit your deadline. You lose customers. You don't hit your deadlines. You lose millions, potentially billions. Some companies do because they don't meet their deadlines. So number one is time optimist or somebody who has a bad estimation of time. Number two, you are overwhelmed because you're taking on more projects than you can handle. Let me explain to you what I mean by this. I got a big staff here, a lot of people that work at the home office, a lot of salespeople, a lot of sales offices, right? And many times, if I look at somebody that every time I ask them for something, they say, yes, oh, I got it. Okay, yes, 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 I got it. Yes, I got it. And then they don't meet half the deadlines. I'll sit down with them and I'll say, listen, you seem a little overwhelmed. You kind of tell, they're kind of going like this. I got it, you know, I got it, and they're kind of like sweating it, right? I'll say, look, I I, want to simplify something for you. What's that? Just because I ask you to do something doesn't mean you can't rebuttal and tell me, Pat, I got these three pending projects that are due today, and you asked me to to do it. So which of these three is less important than the next request you just made? Then I backtrack, and I have to tell them, you know what, those three are priority. Do that. I'll ask this either from somebody else or let's revisit this tomorrow. No problem. Thanks, Pat. And then they go back to their business, right? So sometimes you're procrastinating because you took on way more than you can handle. That's number two. Let's talk about number three. Distractions. What is distractions? Way too many distractions in your life. For example, this is a phone, okay? We all have a phone. But here's the question. What notifications are on on your phone? Meaning Snapchat, Insta, Twitter, Facebook, text, WhatsApp. How many notifications do you have? Do you know how many of the reasons why we procrastinate is because all these notifications are on? Sometimes you just got to turn off the notifications to a lot of things so you're not being distracted with a lot of different things. By the way, there used to be time where nobody could call their spouse at work. Nowadays, it's a little bit more lenient. It's not really that big of a deal like it used to be. People talk to their wives or their husbands while they're at work. But sometimes your biggest distraction is... Every time your wife or your husband has an issue, you're on the phone with them. Oh my gosh, babe, what happened? Oh, seriously? Oh my gosh, okay, got it. And then you just forgot the project that you were due by four o'clock today and you missed your deadline. Then you're sitting in a meeting, you don't have anything prepared, looking like a fool just because you got a call from your husband or your wife and you got distracted, okay? So sometimes it's, you have way too many distractions, you got to lower those. Number four, you're a perfectionist. Sometimes when you're a perfectionist, you don't do anything unless if it's perfect, right? So you have the... I don't want to say best of both worlds, it's more like the worst of both worlds because you're both scared of fear of success and you're scared of fear of a, you know, failure. What if I don't do a good job because it has to be perfect and what if I do come through and do a very good job and there's more pressure on me because everybody's expecting me to do another project that could be bigger. Oh my goodness, this is so crazy. And that whole pressure of being a perfectionist, you just kind of set it aside and say, I'm just not going to be doing it. So I'm afraid of failure or I'm afraid of success. I know this sounds weird, but some of you guys are related to say, that's exactly me, Pat. I understand. I've worked with many of you. You got to kind of get over this perfectionist stuff and start meeting your deadlines. Point number five, you really don't know where to start. Imagine you are told, here's your task. You got to get this done. 
and you said yes, but you're not really clear on what's expected of you. So when you come back to your desk or you're sitting by yourself, you're like, what is my step number one or number two? What do I do next? I have no idea what to do next. So because you weren't given clear expectation, because you didn't ask the right question, you're sitting there saying, I don't really know what my first step is. What do I do next? So because you don't know what to do next, you procrastinate. Point number six is low energy. Some people call it lazy. Some people call it low energy, stamina, fatigue, endurance, whatever you want to call it, is I'll give a task to somebody and you kind of know they're like, oh, okay. All right, so let me see if this is, we had a meeting the other day and I told my executives, there's a couple of people in the office. If I ask for him in a, a, to do a task, in my mind, I know it's not gonna get done. So why do we have him over here? Well, let's find a way to rearrange him. You wanna move somebody else to another department that they're not gonna get the job done because every time they do, their energy is low and they're not excited about hitting, hitting their deadlines. Why are we moving somebody to a whole different department? No, 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 no. We just have to figure out to realize, are we willing to lower standards and accept this kind of performance or do we need to go get somebody with high energy that's not lazy, that's willing to work and get the job done? Let's figure this thing out. Now, they might, that may sound harsh to some people, but in reality, if you're in an environment that's a startup and everything is moving and somebody is low energy, sometimes you just don't get the deadlines done because your energy is just low and you got to increase your energy. Point number seven is very simple. It's boredom. A lot of times you're given a project or you accept a project or you take an assignment or it's even for yourself and you're trying to get this one thing done, this task done, you got a deadline, you just kind of sitting here like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I have to do this. You want me to pay my bills on time. This is so flipping boring. It's driving me nuts. I just don't want to deal with it right now. You set it aside, right? Due to boredom. Now that doesn't mean that's the right decision you made, but sometimes we procrastinate because whatever project we're working on is absolutely boring. Point number eight, your leader, your example procrastinates, so do you. You're in an office. Many offices have a culture of procrastination, like no one really takes deadlines that seriously. No one really takes projects that seriously. I know this sounds kind of strange, but there are many businesses that are okay if deadlines are not met. They're very casual about it. So guess what happens? If that's the culture from the top and it's accepted, anybody else in that culture is okay with procrastination. Point number nine, you do not have the right team to delegate to. Let me explain to you what I mean by this. So your CEO, your founder, your C-suite executive, say you have seven deadlines to reach this month. Okay, you got all these projects. And three of them, it's gotta be you, your diligence on them, but the other four you can delegate to somebody else. Now, every time it comes down to you delegating a project to somebody, you either don't trust the individual to be able to do as good of a job as you, or you just don't have the right person. So either you gotta start to learn to trust your people, or go recruit and find the right people that you can trust because one of those two is preventing you from delegating. And last but not least, point number 10, you simply don't see value in the project you're working on. Meaning you're, you're, you see the project, you know you gotta hit the deadline, but you don't really value it, so you just kinda say, you know what, I'm not gonna be hitting it, so I procrastinate, and you set it aside and turn your attentions in a whole different place. So that I saw 10 different reasons why we procrastinate. Let's talk about how we come to a conclusion of our decision-making process to say, I'm gonna go out there and come through with this and not procrastinate, or I'm gonna procrastinate on this project. Here's how simple it is. When a task comes to hand, like we have to do something, our brain goes to one of two places. I don't know if I really wanna do this, but on the other side is, I have no other choice. I have to do this. For example, I don't know if I wanna wake up this morning to go to the gym. I really don't feel like it. You don't have to do it. You get up to go to the gym because you want to go to the gym and get in shape and look better, right? Now, I don't know if I really wake, feel like waking up this morning to take my kids to school. You don't have a choice. You're their right. You have to get up early to feed them and take them to school because it's your job, right? So somebody may watch us and say, well, I don't know if I like the word have to. 
Hate to say it to you, a lot of things in life is things we have to do. No one likes to pay taxes. We have to pay taxes. No one, you know, l likes to take their kids to school every morning. You have to do it. Some, like, no one likes to go pay their bills, but you got to pay your bills. You don't pay your bills, you're kicked out. There's a lot of things we have to, no one wakes up and says, oh my gosh, I love changing diapers. It's just the most exciting thing of my life. I just love waking up to a bunch of poop and diapers. I love it, but you have to do it. You're the parent, you chose to have a baby, right? So there's a level of decision-making process that has to do with your maturity level. The higher we mature, there's certain things we gotta do that we don't wanna do, but we have to do. So let me get into a little bit deeper. You got four things that happens every time you got a decision. First thing we think about, here's a decision, here's a task, here's a responsibility that we gotta take up. Number one, do I have to do it? First thing your brain will say, no, you don't have to do it. Or it will say, yeah, you gotta do it, but this one you can assign to the team, we can do it collectively as a family. We can do it collectively as an office. It's a team project. I can make this a team project. Or I can delegate this to an individual to get this done, right? So no team project, delegate to an individual, or yes, I'm gonna do it, right? The challenge with a lot of the decisions that we procrastinate on is things that we have to do and things that it's on me to do that we set aside. That's when it causes problems, okay? Very simple. It's stuff that I have to do and it's mainly my responsibility to do it that I set it aside. Now, I don't want to really touch it. I don't really want to do this. And then the more of these things that stack on top of each other, then you have a cluster of problems you got to be working with. So when it comes down to procrastination, a few things you got to be thinking about that'll help you out. Number one, every time you have a new project that comes to you, first thing you do is once you accept it, make lists of what you need to do next. Listicle. So for instance, what do I need to do here? Step number one, do this. Number two is this. Number three is this. Number four is this. Number five is this. Number six is this. Okay, let me send that email, number one. Number two, let me make that phone call to this person. Number three, I got to get that thing back, and then I'm good to go. Hey, Johnny, can you make that phone call to Bobby? Get him on the phone. I got to talk to him about this. You're already halfway to getting your assignment done. So you accept the responsibility. You take an assignment instead of procrastinating. Immediately make a listicle of what to do. Number two, create a reward system. If I finish this, here's my reward. Sometimes it's very simple. You know, if I get this part done, I'm gonna go out there and go to this place and eat. If I get this part done, I'm gonna go out there and do this. If I go and work out five days a week this week, on Sunday, I'm gonna go out there and get myself this. If you read this book every day for five days, the kids are gonna get this. But there's gotta be a listicle and then there's gotta be a reward system added to it. The next thing is to have smaller victories that are getting you excited to develop the muscle of getting projects done. Sometimes you simply have a list and you get the list done that builds confidence to know, like, look, even this morning, I made my bed, you know, right after making my bed, I went, I brushed my teeth, I made something for my kids early in the morning before I left. Man, this is good, I got a lot of stuff done here. It's, it's victories, I'm getting small things done. So now when a bigger responsibility comes, your muscles being built up for this big one, you get that part done and that's a massive victory for you. So again, listicle number one, add a carrot to it once you get it done, create small victories that lead to the big one, and last but not least, the times where you have to do something that you really don't wanna do. There's a lot of projects that I have to take as a company that I really don't wanna do, but I know it's getting me closer to the vision. Always sell the vision to yourself and the people involved in that project. For example, guys, listen, I know nobody wants to be doing this right now. We're here at 11 o'clock at night, and we got a lot of better things that we can do than being here at 11 o'clock. I'm sure you'd love to be with your family. You probably would love to be Netflix and chilling with your newest girlfriend. You'd probably love to be playing soccer right now, but here's what we're doing it for. The reality is this. If we get this together, this project's gonna get us closer to X, Y, Z, and you can get closer to getting your promotion. You can get closer to doing this, and collectively, we can say we were part of this project. So 
You do that both with your team and you gotta be able to psych yourself out too when you're working on a project all by yourself and nobody's there. If you don't psych yourself out when you're by yourself on a project you're working on that is a have to, you'll eventually get bored out of your mind and you say, you know what, I'm just not in the mood. So, because the whole thing we talked about with boredom earlier, there's a lot of things I do as a CEO and an entrepreneur that's boring, a lot of things. But because the vision is so big and exciting and the legacy excites me and the history excites me, I do it anyways, based on the vision. So again, those are the 10 reasons why people procrastinate. Those are the few reasons how we come up with our conclusion on the decisions we make for procrastination and a few hacks you can use to help you minimize the level of procrastinating you've been doing lately. Thanks everybody for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five star, write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick Bidavid. And I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care everybody, bye-bye.